Hey friends, I've got some great news for you. Lonesome Road Ministry is moving up to a new level. We are going to have our own streaming channel thanks to Rick J of Global Media OTT Network. So we're going to be able to stream Lonesome Road TV on Global Media OTT Network. That's on Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, and we're pretty excited about where God is taking us in 2024. Hey, you can search uh, Rick J Presents and find Lonesome Road TV, and we're starting to get a lot of programs on there. Roger Barkley Jr. is helping us with this TV project, and he is doing a wonderful job Check it out. Check, see what he's doing with some of our programs on Lonesome Road TV. I'm driving when the sun comes up. Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day Hey friends, this is Chapman Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry, and I've got my partner with me. Hi, my name is Fred Mooney, and I'm excited and honored to be here in the cab with Gary Rayburn. And we are going to have church on the road for you today, folks. So sit back, listen, and enjoy our program. And if you'd like to get more copies, just give us a call at 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Two chrome stacks, my address is 408-414, a big blue mag. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. Lots of phone calls, emails, messages on Facebook, text messages. We get all kinds of messages from folks out there all across the country. And it's not just truck drivers that we're reaching out there. I got a great message on Facebook I want to share with you. And it says, Hi, I do not know you, but I just want to say I was saved at the age of 13 years old listening to your song, Midnight in My Life. I recently went through something tough. And the Lord put that song on my heart, and I'm wondering, is there any way I can purchase this CD? I'd be so blessed to be able to listen to this song every day. God bless, Rebecca. I got on Rebecca's Facebook page, and i seen where she was married now, so this has been several, several years ago that she got saved at the age of 13. And yes, Rebecca, this one's for you. Here is Midnight in My Life off of our Lonesome Road Volume 1 CD, The McKay Project, Dennis and Leslie McKay singing it for you, Midnight in My Life.
midnight in my life Eighteen wheels and a lonely road I was on my way to Georgia With a heavy, heavy load So I stopped just for a minute To check my rig and walk around Looked up and called her name as my tears were falling down. It was midnight in my life, and I'd never been so blue. If you could count the stars in heaven, that's the tears I've cried for you. Is a pain that I can't bear And it's midnight in my life And there's no light anywhere I climb back in the cab Took one last look around Man, it seemed like only yesterday When we laid her in the ground Just then a man appeared beside me Yeah, he took me by surprise He wore a long white robe and sandals Something about his eyes He said, put your faith in me, friend And know I really care I can heal the blind, make the lame to walk And I can take your dark despair And it was midnight in my life I had never been so blue If you could count the stars in heaven That's the tears I've cried for you Being left down here so lonesome Is a pain that I can't bear Yeah, it's midnight in my life The tears I've cried for you Being left down here so lonesome That's a pain that I can't bear When it was midnight in my life Jesus showed me he still bless you for writing to us and I hope you got the CDs I mailed to you and all you have to do friends is ask and we will mail you some of our free CDs that will help you wherever you're at
Elohim, God made the moon and stars above. Made a man and a woman, if they would fall in love. He made mountains and the valleys, and rivers that would flow. And I believe God made for me a place to call my home. The lilies in the valley, the birds up in the air, they don't have a worry, they never have a care. Just like God's creation, He will care for you each day. So put your trust in Jesus and have a little faith. Have a little faith of a mustard seed. And you can move a mountain off into the sea. Take God's hand and stand up tall. Just do that little thing that makes it all okay Have a little faith Life can be a struggle, on that we'll all agree at times it's even hard to keep your sanity But your back's against the wall, it makes it hard to even pray But God will bring you through if you have a little faith So have a little faith of a mustard seed Just do that little thing that makes it all okay It's gonna be okay Have a little faith Hey, friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn. I got my partner and sidekick over here, Fred Mooney. Hi, I'm glad to be here and excited to meet our guest tonight. Hey, speaking of guests, we got a great guest today. Pastor Randy Hayes is with us, and he's going to share uh, a testimony yes. about how God miraculously healed him. Yes. Amen. We can't wait to hear that. So uh, uh, let's go ahead and get started with the uh, Pastor Randy Hayes. Where are you from, Randy? I'm from Mount Vernon, Illinois. And you pastor what church? East Salem Baptist Church. Well, if a person was trying to find that church, how would they find it? Well, we're about three miles east of Mount Vernon off the old highway and then north about two miles. Okay. Yep. All right. You Lots of signage. You can find it. It's easy to find. <laughs> probably yeah. got a website. and uh, We got a Facebook page, yeah. East Salem Baptist Church. You okay. can find us there. All it's right. got all of our information on it. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Do, do you uh, broadcast live from Facebook? Uh, we do. We all do right. uh, Facebook Live, and then they're also available later. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, East East Salem Baptist Church. East Salem yeah. Baptist North, Church. Northeast of Mount Vernon. And you're yeah. in northeast of Mount Vernon, yeah. Illinois. Yep. And a long way from Salem. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Right. We get that a lot. I bet you do. <laughs> we do. If you go to Salem and go east, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it, no. Actually, it's the church I grew up in. All right. I, well, I, I was blessed to be able to go back and pastor the church that I grew up in. Amen. Amen. Well, you've been a, uh, a Christian for a long time. Yes. You grew up in a Christian home, right? Yes. I remember uh, coming. you, you coming to... Uh, Ten Post Oak, uh, that was 
Oh, my goodness. It's been a while. 95, 96. I yeah. was a brand-new Christian, and I was I think I was a Sunday school director then. Uh-huh. And uh, Prodigal Sons was the name of your yes. group. yeah. Who was in that group? Short Sledge, uh, Dan Wilson, uh, Mark Richardson. Mark Richardson. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy I couldn't think of. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... I remember you guys coming, and you had that big bus. Yeah. Yeah. God really blessed that ministry. <laughs> we traveled together for about seven years. Wow, yeah. I remember when you guys came, you asked me to come out in the bus and pray with you. And, man, I tell you, I was I was floating. <laughs> <laughs> I was on cloud nine, getting to rub shoulders with anointed singers like you guys were. You guys were so anointed. Well, I tell you, God was awful good to us. We, we've... Started out, we just thought we'd sing a little bit, you know, get to in a few churches, and it wasn't long, and God blessed that ministry, and we were traveling all over and singing every weekend, and yeah. it was just a blessing. We got to see people come to know the Lord, met a lot of good people. Like me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, just like you. <laughs> no, And Fred. And Fred. Yeah. You, do you know yeah. Fred? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know each other. Yeah. We have all the same friends. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Musicians, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. I hear you. Yeah. All right, well, go ahead and sh- share your testimony. Okay. All right. Where I live right now is where I was born, and, and I've always went to East Salem. The only time I haven't been there is when I was pastoring up at Pleasant Grove on 161. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And uh, I used to be the music minister there at East Salem, and then God called me into the ministry. But in that time, when I was 42, I had a uh, heart attack. I was working at General Tower, and I ended up having uh, triple bypass. And it was pretty rough time. They didn't know if I'd ever go back to work. But God blessed me through that, and, and I was able to finish out my 30 years at GT and and able to go back to work and, and then go into full-time pastoring. And then several years ago, I started having some health problems and went to the doctor, and it ended up that they thought that I had leukemia. And so I went to St. Louis to a, to a doctor over there, and she looked at all my testing and everything, and she said, I don't think you've got leukemia. She said, I think you've got a liver problem. And I said... In one way, I was relieved because you don't like to hear that word leukemia or anything like that, but I didn't really understand the liver part of it, you know. And I said, well, what does that mean? And she said, well, probably a transplant. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. I said, well, how long? She said, you probably got two years, and then you'll need a transplant. So we went home and went on about life the way it was, and I, I just kept feeling worse and all the time, and and as time went on, I began to have all kinds of problems. I started to gain hold fluid, and I got to the point there at the end before transplant, I was going every week, and they would uh, drain 8 to 10 liters of fluid off yeah. of my belly. And I was having that done every week, and I got to the point where I couldn't see. I hadn't driven in a couple of years. Using a TV remote, I just couldn't do it, and... And my grandkids, I'd get their names mixed up, and, and you know, the, my, I just couldn't do much of anything, couldn't hardly function. So was you preaching there this time? I was still preaching, and, you know, God blessed in that. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. God blessed in that as, as weak as I got, and I walked with a, with a cane-like, and, and, but I would go and preach, and the church was so, they loved me so much through this that at the time COVID was on. So I w- we would meet in, we were meeting, uh, when we finally got back together, we was meeting in the gymnasium. I would come in the side door where I didn't have to be around people to try to keep from being sick. Mm. And I'd have to sit on a stool to preach. But you know, the God, God gave me a clear mind every time I climbed in the pulpit. Wasn't that awesome? It, it was. My wife worried and stewed about me, and I did too, because I couldn't remember anything. Couldn't remember how to use a TV remote or any of that. But when I stepped in the pulpit, God, God gave me what I needed at the time. And I, and I praise him just for that in itself. So as time went on and I got worse, I went to SLU Hospital mm-hmm. and did all the testing for a transplant. And uh, passed all the testing and everything, except they come to me at the very end and they said that I had a bad heart and they, they wouldn't transplant me. So... Uh, they said, but Barnes, 
takes a little higher risk patients, you might want to go over there. So I did. I went to Barnes and finished up all the testing and everything. Well, when it got down to the bottom line, Barnes didn't take my insurance. So my wife and I, we were both discouraged and we didn't know what we were going to do because we just said, well, that, you know, it must not be meant to be to get it. So I went and seen my heart doctor because I wanted to keep my heart as strong as I could while I, while I was there. I'd been with him since I'd had that heart attack. And he told me that day, he said, my wife and I, he said, I'll get your heart strong enough for transplant. And he began to put me on medicine, put me on an exercise routine and things. And he sent me to a new liver doctor in St. Louis. And I went to this doctor and and told him the situation that I've been turned down at both hospitals. And he said, oh, don't give up. He said, you've still got options. And so that was a a blessing in itself. And I said, well, where would you recommend? And he said, Cleveland, Ohio. He said, they have very good luck. He said, they they, uh, take high-risk patients. And he said, I think you'd do fine up there. And so at that time, I could still walk okay, you know. I was walked with a cane, but I could I could walk all right. So the very next week, he got me to Cleveland. And I went up there, and I met with him, and I started the testing. And it, it's kind of a long process to get all that done. But how I got up there... I was wondering. I, I'll tell did, you that. Did somebody look, fly you up Yeah, there? I'll tell you that part here. I got up there and got all my testing done and everything. They They said that... They'd, you know, go over it all and everything. By, that, by the time I got done with my testing, my wife was having to push me around the wheelchair. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. And so we came home, and on a Saturday morning, uh, we got a call. And it's, the and it call. Was, right? The call. It was our coordinator, and she said, uh, talk to my wife. She said, Vicki, she said, we... Uh, going to put Randy on the list this morning. She said, I'm going to list him this morning. He'll be number one. You ought to think about coming to Cleveland because she said, you have to be within two hours to get a transplant. So Vicki said, okay. And to show you another how God works, my daughter was there and my youngest son, my older son lives over by St. Louis. But the, those two were there that morning when we got that call. And of course, my wife and I, we're kind of we don't, you know, we don't know what to do, you know, and so we decided we'd we'd go Sunday morning. We'd leave, and the kids, and little did we know that Travis was on the phone, our son, with Rodney Mullinax of Flights for Christ, yeah. and Travis got off the phone and he said, "Dad," he said, "Rodney said to be at the airport tonight at six o'clock, and he'll fly you to Cleveland." So at six o'clock that at noon, my daughter and and my son-in-law Derek. They headed to Cleveland in our car, and then so we'd have a vehicle. And then Travis and my wife and I met Rodney at 6, and we left in the airplane. Travis flew up there with us, and uh, we, we got in the airport and watched our car pull in. And uh, so that, that was a blessing. So then we're up there, and we're trying to get to where we can stay in the transplant house because it's a lot cheaper, and it's, you got your own little apartment. Mm-hmm. We call it our home away from home. So we're in that uh, trans. We're going to. We can't get in there till Monday because they didn't have a room open, but they had one opening up on Monday. So we went to a hotel, and and of course we had to be out of the hotel at eleven. We couldn't get in the transplant house till three. So we're out driving around in Cleveland, and Vicky gets a phone call, and it's from our coordinator, and she said she was talking to Vicky, and she said, "Now, Vicky." She said, tell me again, how far away do you live? And Vicki said, well, we live about eight, eight, eight and a half hours away. But she said, we're in Cleveland right now. And she said, oh, my goodness. She said, get him to the hospital. Wait for my call. Take him to the hospital. And we've got him a liver and a kidney. Well, praise the Lord. This was from Saturday to Monday. That just don't happen, brother. And uh, so we went and we, on Monday, my wife, that was in 2020, my wife, Push me up to the door in a wheelchair, and I didn't get to see her again for 21 days because of COVID. Oh my! And uh, it was it was a hard time for us. It so was this was time. during COVID. So this was just a few years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. Yeah, before wow. years this summer. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you know we were just we just couldn't believe it. It was right in the middle of COVID. Well, thank what an awesome God we serve. Not only did He uh, provide a liver for you. And a kidney, but he provided a pilot to fly you up there. Yes. 
Yeah, and he, he flew me up there twice. That's awesome. And offered to come back and get me, you know, but I was in good enough shape that my, we were able to drive home. And, uh, you know, it was, it, was quite a, it was quite a journey. It really was. I, I got pretty weak. I got down to about 138 pounds, but the Lord saw me through that. And after, after transplant, it took me a while, but I've got my eyesight back now. I've got my mind sharp again. I'm still able to preach every Sunday and and uh, God's just blessed abundantly. He's blessed our ministry there at East Salem. And, and, you know, I had to go back a year later. I had an issue with a, with a duck. And I had to go back and have more surgery a year later. And so I went through that and got that all straightened out. But I just want to give God all the glory today for putting everything in place. I tell all my doctors when I see them, you know, and I tell them this. I say, you're a piece of the puzzle that God used to heal me. Amen. And, you That's know, exactly God was the right. one that did the healing, but he used those doctors in their, their part of that little piece of the puzzle to put me where I'm at today. And I praise him every day for everyone he's put in my, in my place. I think about that, how, how marvelous that is, that he enabled you to preach when physically you shouldn't have been preaching. Right, right. Uh, and people that don't preach probably don't realize you get up and preach hard for 30 minutes, it's like doing eight hours of work. Yes, it really is. It, it is. But, you know, I, I was able to do that, and, and, and I was, you know, I'd go home and just, just have a shouting time to myself because I, I, God allowed me to preach another day, you know. And that was my, that was my thing. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something that happened to me in Cleveland, okay? All right. I'm laying in a hospital bed. And I'm weak, and, I, and I'd gotten to this point where I knew what was going on, and I could talk to people, and I could, could talk to my wife on the phone. We couldn't see each other, but I could talk to her. So she called me every morning, and one morning she called me, and, and I had to tell her this story, and it's, and it's as true as I'm sitting here with you, all right? I, in the middle of the night, Jesus came to me. Wow. Now, I know there are some people who who want to believe that. But I'm telling you, I, I had a vision. You know, it says old men will dream dreams and young men will have visions. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm probably in the old man part. But Jesus was standing at the foot of my bed. And he walked right around the corner and looked down at me and said, Randy, are you ready to go home? And I said, yes, Lord, I'm ready but I'd like to stay with my family and serve my church and serve you. And he was, and then that was it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't long and I was out of the hospital. And now where I'm at today, God's using me. And you know, I, a verse that came to my mind when all that transpired and I couldn't hardly even tell my wife for crying. You know, I'd lay in there, you're in the music, you know, the music oh, yeah. like I do. And I, I didn't have no voice and I'd lay in there and I'd sing, uh, Come morning, I'll walk by the river, yeah. and I'd get to crying and praising the Lord, and the nurses would come in, and and it gave me an opportunity to share. Sure, I've, yeah. I've I've got yeah. a, you know, I've been able to share Jesus with people in a way that I'd never been able to do it before. But this verse came to me uh, when I was in there, and it says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. And, you know, I, I thank God for my upbringing of my parents. I was raised in a Christian home, and, and I praised God for that every day. And my mom was a Sunday school teacher, and she made us memorize the 23rd Psalm. No, I didn't want to, not as a boy, you know. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you know what came to my mind when I was in Cleveland? Laying there in that hospital bed, looking up at that ceiling, the Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, I shall not want. I shall not want. I just can't praise him enough today. And I thank you guys Amen. for allowing me to do this and share my testimony. Well, I told the Lord, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll go anywhere. I'll tell it anywhere you'll allow me to go. And I, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, sir. Well, we're glad to have you here, and we want to we wanna work with you and your East Salem Baptist Church and get this testimony into 
homes all across this country wow. and around the world. I mean, we are sending podcasts. We have Lonesome Road Radio. We send a podcast all over the country, around the world. I think we're in 40 different countries wow. right now yeah. with our radio station. And now we've started this Roku TV program. And, I, man, I don't know where this is going, but God knows. God knows. God knows. Yeah. And he's amazing, isn't he? Yes. If we, we will just be faithful. Yeah. If and, we'll just be obedient and faithful. Yeah. Yes. But that uh, being a, so weak and being able to preach I know. On Sunday, that that's yeah. that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine how you yeah. could do that. I don't recall, not I don't recall ever missing a Sunday. Yeah, to preach that I, you know, that I was supposed to be there, and the church church has been so good to me through this. I, I want to give a praise to the church. Yeah, that's go okay. ahead. I couldn't worry about anything. I wasn't able to whenever we were in Cleveland, you know, yeah. and I was so sick. And when we got out and got in the transplant house and I was starting to get my strength back, it dawned on me. I asked my wife, I said, how are we doing money-wise? Because I, I, I didn't have the ability to think that. Yeah. And she told me this. She said, Randy, you won't believe it. She said, the church has paid us every week wow. just as if I'd have been there. And I, we were up in Cleveland for six, seven months, and yeah. they, they took care of us the whole time. Wow. They, they've never let us down. What a great family you got. Well, it is, I yeah. tell you, God. And, and God's blessing, and I, I share this with the church. God's blessing East Salem because they're a generous church. Yeah. They, they give a lot, and they, they have a lot. Of, we have a lot of mission things that we do, but uh, God's really blessed our church. We've, we've grown abundantly. Okay, so you're, you're, you're a growing church. Uh, people are coming from all around. Yes. Just to join this church. Family yeah. that yes. you, you've got in. Yes, I had, I had the privilege to lead a young boy to the Lord yesterday. Oh, really? Tell yeah. us about that, man. Well, his, I was sitting at home the night before, and his mother texted me. Yeah. And she said, Pastor Randy, she said, uh, his name's Lucas. She said, Lucas is, needs to talk to you real bad. <laughs> and I said, well, when can we do it? And she said, well, he, I'll have him there at 4 o'clock tomorrow after school. And so I went in there, and that little boy sat across the table from me and and he wasn't nothing but grinning from ear to ear. God was working on him, and he knew what he was going to do, and he knew God to save him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All you had to do was. Uh, I just had. I just had to listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's, that, I love them kind of. Oh, I do too. I do too. There was no convincing or nothing. He was ready. He yeah. he knew God had been working. With he just him. needed to see you. He just needed to see me to kind of because you represent Jesus. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Ain't that amazing? It's amazing. Yeah. And and it's kind of mind-boggling when you think oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. You know the responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. But. You know, we we grow. We had, like you said, we have people coming from all around the area, and and uh, we we've purchased more ground for parking. We got to have more parking. And, well, and, you got a you got a growing church. How, yes. how big is it right now? Uh, we run around 160. Oh wow! And, one service? Yeah, okay. one service. Yeah. Well, but we're you, about full. So as soon as you get your strength back, yeah, yeah, <laughs> God's so, going to have you preaching uh, two or three times. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I t I. When I'm in our prayer time, I, I tell him I'm ready. You're if ready. he's ready, I'm ready. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, you got a lot of great people in yeah. that church. Uh, I, I'm Donnie Rector. Yes, Donnie, good friend of mine. Yeah, I love Donnie. I can tell you a story about Donnie. Well, I, Donnie was my neighbor when we were in Cleveland. Okay, yeah. lived right next door. Him and Dixie did. And the whole time I was gone, he took care of my fields, kept my fields mowed and my yard mowed, and and took care of everything. I didn't. I couldn't even. I didn't even think about that stuff, and yeah. he took care of it. I had a tree die. He had that cut down, and <laughs> he just acted like it was his and took good care of me. He's a good brother. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's. Uh, he goes. He is goes all the way back to the beginning of Lonesome Road Tape Ministry when we was doing cassettes. I had. I have his testimony on uh, one of our programs, and, and of course, it started out as a cassette tape, went to CDs. Now it's podcast. It's on the radio. We, right. What a powerful testimony. Yeah. He has. He, and what a powerful testimony you have. That is what this ministry is is really uh, all about, is getting God's story about what happened, how he transformed yeah. you, how he healed you, how he miraculously saved you. Uh, 
and how he's saving people in your church. Yes. And that's that's the story right there. It, it is. It's it's amazing what God can do. Yeah. If I could say anything to the people, I would say this, never give up. My, my former pastor, he would just shout that from the pulpit. Never give up, never give up, never give up. God loves you, he cares for you, and he'll always be with you. like to share this with you that know this no matter where you are in your life God loves you it doesn't matter what you've done what you're in the middle of now or what's going to happen tomorrow God loves you God doesn't expect you to change anything about your life other than to just come to him 
And then he'll show you what you need to change in your life. We serve a loving God who cares. And so he offers that freely to anyone who will call on his name. So if you just trust in him today as Lord and Savior and, and turn your life over to him, the Bible tells us this, that he's a, a friend that's closer than a brother, and he'll always be there with you. The Bible also says that once you're in his hand, nobody can snatch you out. So I'm just uh, going to pray, and, and I just pray today that you would just accept him as Lord of your life. Just uh, if you uh, would like to do that, uh, just bow your head with me and, and just, just say this prayer. Father, I come to you, and I ask you to be Lord of my life. I trust you, and I thank you for your saving grace. Lord, we love you today, and I just ask that you save my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And if, if they ask, then God is faithful. Y yes, He is. Do just that. He wants. To, he wants to lift people up out of the miry clay and set their feet upon the rock. Yes, He does. And also, if you've prayed that prayer, seek out a, a Christian friend or a pastor. Look up a local church and get plugged in somewhere. Amen. 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 And tell somebody. You need to tell yes. somebody what just happened to you. You can tell your family, your friends, or you can give us a call here at Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107. And we will be glad to hear from you, and we'll pray for you, and we will get you plugged into our church, which is Church on the Road. Yeah, we amen. bring the church to you right where you're at and we'd be glad to send you some cds some uh, podcast uh whatever you need bibles books we can help you with your walk with christ when my way groweth drear precious lord Linger near when my life is almost gone. Hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me home, let me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am warm, through the storm, through the night, lead me home to the light. My hand, precious Lord, lead me Storm through the night 
take my hand Precious Lord, lead me home Precious Lord, take my hand And lead me home Well, you know, when you was sharing that I kept, a verse kept popping into my brain And that is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Yes. He had that all worked out. Yes. You didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring, but, but God but did. he did. But God did. And all you had to do was walk through the door and believe. Yes, yes. You know, I've, I've told many, many people that it's been hard having a transplant. It's been a rough journey, but I wouldn't change a thing because of things I've seen God do and how I've seen him. It, it actually... In all truthfulness, it our church saw a miracle in me, mm-hmm. and it's it's raised our church, their faith up even higher because of what God's done. They watched me go downhill, and then they see where I'm at today, and it's just simply a miracle from God. You know, this may sound strange, but spiritually, I've grown more laying in a hospital bed. Well, that's true. Than anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they they actually seen a miracle take place right that, before their eyes. Yes, they did, and that that helped. That will help anybody's. Well, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. So God has used you in ways that you might not have wanted Him to use. Right, you, right. But it has helped not only you, your family, but your whole congregation. Yeah. And now it's going to help a whole lot of people uh, across this country because of your testimony going out and lifting people up. And so if if somebody wanted to talk to you and maybe just call you, could they do that? Oh, yeah. Would, yeah. would you give them your phone yeah. number? Uh, yeah, our church's number is 618-755-4807. 4807. Yeah, and you can call anytime. If I'm not there, we got an answer machine. I will get back. I will get back to you. All right. Well, we're, we're praying that a lot of people out there that are hurting right now that just need to hear your testimony will give you a call, yes. and you'll be able to pray with them and get, encourage them in their walk yes. that they're going through. I would love to be able to do that. All right. Yes. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for being Thank here. you for having me. If I had the riches of the 
this world And I had all that money could buy And I had not the love of my Savior I'd rather be dead than alive So let me walk with you, Jesus Don't ever leave me alone for without you, I just could never, no, never make heaven my home. For without you, I just could never, no, never make heaven my friends if you've enjoyed our program today uh, we've had some great music a powerful powerful testimony by pastor randy hayes if you would like more copies of this program then just contact us here at lonesome road ministry at 618-383-2107 you can call me or text me on that and request more copies of this program or any of our other programs that we have and if you love the music then Contact us. We'll tell you how to get in contact with uh, Joe Arview, Bill Shell, uh, Dennis McKay, some of our people that are partnering with us to bring you these great programs. Hey, if you'd like to be part of one of our programs live, then we have a conference right here at Lonesome Road Ministry coming June 28th, June 29th, and June 30th. And Joe Arview will be here, Bill Shell will be here, James Payne, Fred Mooney, and myself, and many, many, many other great partners that we have here at Lonesome Road Ministry. Come join us June 28th, 29th, and 30th right here at Lonesome Road Ministry, 107 Sycamore Street, Keynes, Illinois, for our three-fold cord conference. This will be our 11th year putting on this conference, so... Hey, we've got great speakers, we've got great music, we've got uh, great food and fellowship just for our Lonesome Road family, and we want you to be part of it. So come join us. You'll be glad you did. I guarantee you that. And now here's another great song from one of our partners, and yes, he'll be here too at our conference. His name's Roger Barkley Jr. He not only a singer-songwriter, he's also our media tech he takes care of our streaming channel lonesome road tv he runs the sound at our conference does all of our commercials he's a great great partner with lonesome road ministry roger barkley jr this goes out to all of our drivers out there on that old lonesome road packing up my suitcase Going to the next place It don't matter where I get to go What I do it ain't for sure I gotta tell him about his love In this world of push and shove I know I'm a little hard But I gotta tell him about my God It's the highway life for me since Jesus set me free There's no place I'd rather be Surrounded by my family At the 
rodeos, concert halls, churches, fairs, antique malls, barnyards, or truck stops. We're rolling down the blacktop, loading up and get gone, fueling up and moving on. There's no place I'd rather be. It's the highway life for me. Quiet like home The hours they seem so long Sometimes I feel so run down Just trying to get to the next town Sitting here behind the wheel Sometimes it seems so unreal That he wouldn't trust in me Tell what he's done for me It's a highway life for me Since Jesus set me free There's no place I'd rather be Surrounded by my family At the rodeos, concert halls, churches, fairs, antique malls Barnyards or trucks stop rolling down the blacktop Loading up and get gone, fueling up and moving on There's no place I'd rather be it's the highway life for me It's the highway life for me Since Jesus set me free There's no place I'd rather be Surrounded by my family At the rodeos, concert halls, churches, fairs, and antique malls Barnyards or truck stops rolling on down that blacktop Loading up and getting gone talk to Lonesome Road Ministries, give Gary a call at 618-383-2107. That's 618-383-2107. Call today. Or you can log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. We would love to hear from you. And that phone number that Fred gave you, you can also text me your mailing address. We'd love to get you on our mailing list and send you some of these every month out there on the road and remember this friends jesus loves you and we do too we'll talk at you later then i saw jesus hanging on that tree and i lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at 
the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree